We are recording. This is how we do it. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Lex Appeal. I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex. I'm so excited to be here, so excited this is finally happening. But before we dive in, if you are not yet following this podcast, click that follow button so you can get notifications whenever new episodes are released. You can also follow me on Instagram at Alexis McRae White. Alexis, M-C-R-A-E-W-H-I-T-E, to keep up with all things Lex Appeal. Like I said, I am so freaking excited that this is finally happening. You guys have no idea how long I have waited to do this. I laugh at myself when I hear those words leave my mouth that, you know, this is finally happening. I'm the one making it happen. And I don't say that in a cocky way, but like in a very humble, laughing at myself for putting this off for so long kind of way. I'm the one making it happen, yes, but I was also the one keeping it from happening. I've been standing in my own way. I've let other things take priority. I let my anxiety and fear tell me I couldn't do this. I put my microphone in a drawer and I put my focus elsewhere, but I never stopped thinking and dreaming about starting this. So here we are after five plus years of daydreaming. I almost want to say day drinking. I have not been day drinking for five plus years. I promise. (laughs) Um, So here we are after five plus years of daydreaming, two years after working for months with an incredible coach, building a brand, recording an unreleased trailer and first episode, I'm finally saying it's time. Same name, new branding, new trailer, and many more episodes to come. I want to take this first episode to tell you a little bit about me, just to give you some background on who I am, my life, and what's led me here to Lex Appeal. So let's dive right in. So I'm Lex, obviously. I'm a 31-year-old serial entrepreneur who's always on the go. I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee, born and raised. I have no idea how much I weigh, and I'm a constant work in progress. I'm a diehard Tennessee fan, a certified personal trainer, and the CEO of a wine and spirits tasting company called In Good Taste. The way to my heart is through pasta or sushi, a glass of my favorite wine, a gin and tonic, or maybe a dirty martini, depending on my mood, traveling, and of course, most importantly, spending time with family and friends. Now, I'll dive more into this soon, but I keep myself physically and mentally healthy with a daily workout. While almost every day, you know, rest is very important too, very much preach that. I struggle with anxiety and use exercise to calm the crazy and give me strength through those rough days. I'm passionate about helping women find their voice and strength through their struggles. And for the past few years, I've been doing that while also helping them reach their fitness goals by sharing my experiences and working out alongside them through my online fitness company, House of Balance. Ten years ago, my life looked vastly different. I was a sophomore in college and had been diagnosed with anxiety and depression. I should have been out making memories with my sorority sisters, but instead I was in a fight for my life. I stopped going out, and my depression distanced me from my friends. I was silently battling these chemical imbalances and fighting my demons, all while living a very unhealthy lifestyle. 
I was ashamed to tell my friends why I'd stopped coming around, and it wasn't because I didn't want to, obviously, but it was because most days I couldn't get myself out of bed. I was laying around all day in the dark, watching TV, eating anything and everything to bring me comfort. Shout out to Krispy Kreme. Not only did I lack the motivation to live this balanced lifestyle that I do now, but I had forgotten that life could be lived any other way. Fast forward a few months after being diagnosed, I unexpectedly lost my Nana, who was Miss Tennessee 1957. After her passing, I decided to get completely out of my comfort zone and compete in a local pageant for a chance to compete at Miss Tennessee in her honor. Now, mind you, (laughs) when I shared this idea with my family, they were all very shocked. I was definitely not a stereotypical, quote, beauty queen, so this idea seemed to come out of left field. I was so far out of the realm of pageantry that I literally had to take hair and makeup lessons before the pageant because other than ponytails and mascara, your girl was not qualified in those departments. In pageants, each contestant has a platform, something they're passionate about, something close to their heart. After being diagnosed with depression and anxiety, I knew I wanted my platform to be mental health awareness. I wanted to share that with others. I wanted them to know that they're not alone. However, I was told by many people that it would negatively affect my chances of winning. So I kept my struggles to myself rather than standing in my truth. But because of Miss Tennessee, I was pulled out of my depression. I had a purpose again. It gave me a reason to get out of bed. I began preparing for all the aspects of the competition, but especially the lifestyle and fitness, a.k.a. swimwear, a.k.a. bikini competition. So my mantra during that time was, quote, direct quote here, if I'm going to be in a bikini and heels on stage in front of thousands of people, the only thing that's going to jiggle are my boobs, end quote. Don't worry, I'll reflect on that insane mindset in another episode. However, in this preparation, I went from one unhealthy lifestyle to another, one absolutely unrealistic to maintain. I was working out twice a day, six days a week, eating the bare minimum. And by bare minimum, I mean less than 1,300 calories a day in order to get to where I, quote, needed to be in order to do well at state. This was the beginning of my battle with disordered eating and body dysmorphia that, at times, I do still struggle with eight years later. I ultimately went on to place third runner-up my very first year, which is something pretty unheard of, so I was very proud of that. I went on that stage, and I showed them exactly who Lexi White was, and I did my absolute best, and it paid off. The following year, I went back to Miss Tennessee, but only placed in the top 15. I remember feeling so defeated and so devastated because I was sure I was going to win after doing so well the year before. How could I not? But that year, I was in an abusive relationship that only my closest friends and family knew about. Luckily, I got out of that not long after the pageant, but but that relationship and that situation kept me from being the girl that I had been on stage a year before. It kept me from being who Lexi truly is. It took my light. It took my joy. It took everything that makes me me away. It left a dark cloud over me. I was not able to be myself. I couldn't recognize what was happening in my life, and therefore I couldn't see why I didn't do better. It didn't make sense to me. But I do think back on that time now and how differently my life might look had I actually won. And while it would have been an incredible honor, I'm thankful I didn't. Because the path of not winning led me down a path that I never could have imagined for myself, the path that I'm on now. 
About seven months later, in January 2016, I was sitting in my very first class of the spring semester at UTC, the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, and about midway through, I just started crying. It was out of nowhere. I was miserable. I knew that college was not where I was meant to be. I only had two semesters left, but I wanted to move to New York. It had been my dream for so long, but I was so scared to take the leap that I had not done it yet. But I knew in this moment that if I didn't jump off the deep end right then, I never would. I knew that if I stayed in Chattanooga and completed those two semesters, I would end up settling for a life that I knew wasn't meant for me. So I walked into my advisor's office and I told him I was dropping out. And then I called my mom, asked her to meet me for lunch, and I told her I was moving to New York. I began searching for jobs that would take me to the city, and I found one that would actually move me up immediately. But it fell through three days before I was supposed to move. Three. Everything was packed and ready to go. I was so excited. And then all of a sudden, I got the call, and I was devastated. It felt like my dream had been crushed. And I could have given up, but I didn't pushed forward, and ultimately got a job working with Cellular Sales, which is an authorized retailer for Verizon, and I moved up in August of 2016. I remember I couldn't believe that this dream that I had for so long was actually now my reality. And of course, I'll go more into my time living in New York in a later episode because I want to continue on the path of helping you guys get to know me a little bit. But in the first nine months of the city, I was working so much that I lost my drive for fitness and I was taking full advantage of the delivery services, which if you know anything about New York, everything can be delivered to your apartment and you never have to leave. And it's kind of the greatest thing of all time. I'm just thankful that Chattanooga finally got Uber Eats. But I looked in the mirror one day and I couldn't believe how much my body had changed and how much I had slipped back into that lifestyle I had before pageants. But in April 2017, I applied for a job with Equinox, which is a really big gym up in New York, to be a membership advisor. I got the job, I accepted it, and I loved it. I loved my job. I loved that it reignited my passion for fitness and that I was given the ability, you know, to help others find that same passion, to find how fitness could fit into their life. I loved that it got me working out again and that it brought me incredible friendships and mentors. I watched my coworkers work out with intensity during the day, and then we'd all go out and drink and eat whatever we wanted, and it was such a balanced lifestyle. Again, one that I did not know existed. I thought it was one extreme or the other. But the way they lived their life resulted in a joy that I was not only determined to achieve, but also enthusiastic to share with women everywhere. So I came up with a plan in my office at Equinox. I was scribbling ideas and thoughts on yellow post-it notes until I had compiled a stack and was ready to take this idea and turn it into a reality. Now, I knew chasing this new dream would ultimately mean leaving New York and moving back to Chattanooga. That was just going to be the best place for me to be able to make this this fitness company happen. It was a decision I wrestled with for months and months. And to be quite honest, I was very sad when I moved home. It, it was a time of grieving. But I also knew that sacrifices are required and worth it when you're going after something big. So after moving home, I received my personal training certification through the National Academy of Sports Medicine in February of 2019 and began working towards making that dream to help women like me a reality. I launched House of Balance in July of 2019. 
Now, House of Balance was an online fitness program that featured daily 25-minute workouts that I not only coached my members through, but also worked out alongside them via pre-recorded videos. It allowed members to work out whenever their schedule allowed, with minimal time and equipment, but maximum effort, so that it allowed them to find that attainable balance between their busy schedules and living their best life. I was and still am so proud of that company. When COVID hit, things took a turn, and ultimately House of Balance wasn't quite as established as many fitness companies. And not to mention my videographer and I weren't able to get together to record new workouts. But once things began to get semi back to normal, I planned to relaunch in October 2021. I planned a complete brand overhaul, had photo shoots, had begun to record new workouts. But again, life had different plans. In August of 2021, after months of pain, and if I'm being quite honest, stupidly pushing through said pain, I found out that I had torn my quad. Exercise had come to a complete halt, as did the relaunch. I look back now and what was going on in my life and I realized that while that injury sucked so much and put another roadblock in my way, it ultimately saved me a lot of wasted time, resources, and most likely a failed relaunch, as well as put me on the direction that I'm facing now. At the time, I was in a long-term, long-distance relationship. I was traveling back and forth across the country every two weeks. Yeah, every two weeks. I look back now and realize that my relaunch had no chance of being successful, no opportunity to be successful because I didn't have the time or the energy to give it my all. So when that relationship ended of February this year, I almost immediately gained clarity that I hadn't felt in a very long time. I realized that I wanted to travel and that I didn't need to be in a long distance relationship to do so. I realized that I wanted to turn that drive to be constantly on the go into something that I could share with others. I realized I felt boxed in by fitness, like I couldn't share everything about myself and all of my passions. Yeah, I know, big shock that a serial entrepreneur would have many passions, but I knew and I know that I don't want to ever hide any part of myself. I'm an open book. Anyone that knows me will tell you that. What you see is what you get. And the most important thing I realized was that while, yes, I am still incredibly passionate about fitness, what I'm even more passionate about is helping women and men, of course, navigate life and reminding them that they're not alone. I realized that the message behind House of Balance was what it was really about for me, more so than the fitness aspect. While going through the beginning stages of my breakup, I found that it was time to focus on myself and my dreams and not anyone or anything else. I'm taking all of my life lessons, passions, and my God-given talent of being able to talk to a brick wall and being able to make it talk back, and I'm bringing it all to you. I'm no longer ashamed to admit that I battle anxiety. I no longer stand silent, but rather I stand proud when I look back on my journey and see how far I've come. And yes, while anxiety is a constant battle, I know I'm stronger than I was the day before. And I'm positive that there are only 24 hours in a bad day and that those moments that seem so dark that they're never going to go away, they do always pass. I'm so incredibly excited to share this journey and all that I am with you. Having you as a part of this next chapter of my life means the world to me and I'm going to do everything I can to bring you all of the light, laughter, love, joy, and support through Lex Appeal. Now I couldn't wait until next week 
to give you another episode. So we're kicking off this launch with two episodes. So you'll be able to kind of stream a little bit and get excited for everything else that is to come. Before you sign off, if you could give Lex Appeal five-star rating, I would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex and I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.